Jeremy. What's up? Have you ever had the perfect alignment of where like your butthole was itching and then you let out a fart and it was such a hard hitting fart that it scratched the itch for you? Yes. That is, I feel like it's close to Nirvana as I will ever get. Because when <laughs> it, you it is fart like scratch your butthole. Yes. One of life's little things. One of yes. the little pleasures. When it's like a hard yeah. dry fart and it just like just rubs that itch just the right way. Yeah. I've always been curious. This is Yazpod, by the way. Yet another BS podcast. I'm Dalton. He's Jeremy. I've always been curious. Like, why why does that happen? Why does that happen? Like, when you fart so hard, it hurts. Like, is it just that much force of air coming out of you? Or It has to be. Like, it just seems seems weird. There's so many different kinds of farts. Yeah. Or when you fart and, or like you have to fart in an inappropriate setting and you don't think you're going to be able to hold it in. Oh, God. So you try to squeak it out and it, oh, yeah. you get that air bubble that runs between your fat leg cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I found something out. Female listeners, please comment in Discord or wherever and oh, let me Lord. know if this is true. <clears throat> Apparently, sometimes women will be sitting down and will fart and it'll just go right up in their vagina. <laughs> like it'll sneak up through the front and it'll go up in their vagina. No. Apparently so. Where the fuck did you hear that? TikTok. <laughs> oh, God. Some lady said it happened to her in a movie theater. She spent two hours trying to get it out with it being discreet, and she couldn't. <laughs> so, ladies, do you ever fart into your vaginas? <laughs> and what does that feel like? Because, I mean, I know you've had some ball slappers before, right? I mean, kind of, but like. It just comes out the front and kind of tickles your nuts on the way out. Dude, I know a few girls. I'm close, like I'm close enough to a few girls that like I could technically ask them that question. I'm not going to. Well, I will like, ask them for <laughs> you. If they're listening to this podcast, they're going to let you know now. Let Dalton know. Do you ever fart into your vagina? I was going to say one of them listens to this podcast. The others, I don't think they even know it exists. But also, ladies, have you ever been getting like rail doggy style and feel a fart come on? What do you do in that situation? Do you clinch? Do you just fucking try to discreetly let it out? Like, what do you... Because I'm the type of guy... I know a lot of guys will be like, oh, bitch, did you just fart on me? If I'm railing some chick and she farts, I'm going to bust out laughing. Like, it's going to ruin the mood because I'm just going to think it's the funniest shit ever. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Like, it's just going to be so fucking funny to me. I, uh... I mean, I've heard queefs during sex. I don't know if I've ever actually had a girl rip ass. I mean, um, queefs. I feel like if if you if you're not getting queefs, you're not doing something right. You gotta be packing that motherfucker, getting long strokes. You know what's funny to me is that like, <clears throat> and this has been in my experience with almost every girlfriend I've ever had. They're like, no, no, you can't hear me fart. You'll never hear me fart. But then they fall asleep around you, yep. <clears throat> and you just hear a little yeah. every now and then, and it's like. It just makes me giggle. That's just, yeah, the hustle, there's like, no big deal. About farts it. are fucking funny. Like I will never be offended by a fart, even if it's the most rank smelling thing I've ever smelled in my life. Now, hold on, I'm now. gonna be like, hold on now. Oh my god, oh my god, what happened to you? What's wrong with your asshole? But I would be laughing about it because it's fucking hilarious. I don't want my girlfriend to just like walk up and rip ass on me. Nor would I ever walk up and like rip ass on her. But mm. like, if it just like sneaks out and happens, like it is what it is. You and I differ greatly in that like well yeah because you're, you're gonna be like baby fart and i'll suck it out like a bong hit 
not that far, but yeah, like <laughs> girlfriends, ex-wives, and shit, be sitting on the couch and just lift a leg and go, and I'm like, oh my fucking god, and just start laughing because it's fucking hilarious. Like I can't, I can't fart and not claim it because if I fart and somebody smells it and they're like, somebody farted, I'll just bust out laughing. <laughs> That's how you can tell if it's me in it, because if it's not me, I can be like, no, it wasn't me, and I'm straight-faced. But if it was me, as soon as somebody acknowledges it, I just bust <laughs> out laughing. Because I worked in a factory, and it was loud as fuck in there. And so, I would just walk up to dudes and fucking let, let fucking heinous farts rip and just stand there until they realized it. And as soon as they were like, oh my god, I would just fucking, like, I'm talking about, like, throw head back, like, grabbing my stomach. Like, it's the funniest shit in the fucking world to me. Like, to trap <laughs> somebody in an office. And it wasn't just me. It was, like, the majority of the crew. They'd fucking yeah. trap people in an office, like, lean up against the door and just let a fucking SBD out. <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny to fart and have someone acknowledge it. It's funnier when they don't acknowledge it like i used to have an issue i love hamburger helper but i had an issue eating it where it would just destroy my fucking stomach like as soon as it hit my stomach like fucking like i was pouring pouring hot sauce out of my asshole like bad but like it would give me like the worst gas and i'm talking about rancid fucking farts right so i would eat it and then go to work on third shift and I remember one time my supervisor, I think somebody came up to my station. I had let a fucking juicy one rip. It was horrible smelling. And the person walked up talking to me and I noticed on their face mid sentence when it hit, when it hit them. And it's just like the whole fucking, their whole expression changed, but they didn't want to acknowledge it. And I just sort of, yeah, fucking of stood there and just let them fucking just, just, fucking soak it up speaking of did you know that when you smell something it's because particles yeah. of that something have entered your nose it's like you yeah, smell every time you smell shit that's <laughs> why i hate cleaning the bathrooms yeah it's like when you smell chocolate chip cookies that means little bitty bits of chocolate chip cookie have gone up your nose when you smell shit it's because little itty bitty bits of shit went up your nose you smell some that's rank why. ass like front butt pussy a little bit of that, a little bit of that uh, I, pussy cheese to win up your nose. I, yeah, that's why I always hate when I'm sick and I have to like throw up. Yeah, relatively soon after using the restroom. Yeah, more often than not, I will opt to throw up into my trash can and then pour that into the toilet and then clean my trash can out, as opposed to putting my face near where I just took a dump. <laughs> I mean, I I puked in the tub before. Just wash it down with the shower head. Yeah. It's all good. As long as it's not um, too chunky. Ugh, I fucking so, hate, I anyway, hate puke. I fucking hate puke. Ugh. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? I don't think I've done anything this week. I don't even fucking remember this week, to be completely honest. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I don't fucking think I did anything. Mm-hmm. Like, my life is just a fucking black hole at the moment. I just work, make no money, go home play video games, work out, go to bed, repeat. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, um, it fucking sucks. Well, I guess then I'll just talk about what I've been up to. Um, so I have a few interesting things. One, apparently today at work, I didn't have to work today, I was off. 
um, a guy walked into the pharmacy and he had a prescription for 30 gabapentin and he sat down on the floor right in front of the pharmacy and demanded they give him 400 gabapentin or he wasn't leaving so they ended up having to call the cops to escort him out why do people think shit like that works (laughs) I don't know I do have a story it's not my story though so I'm friends with the local GameStop store lead so go in the uh, yesterday she's like oh you just missed like one of the worst customers and I was like oh shit what happened she's like so this mom comes in with her kids and has some trades everybody in the mother knows take your trades to GameStop you have to show them your ID that's how it works it's like pawn law or something like that something with pawn shops so she's like she tells her all the stuff she's like alright you'd be this amount now she's like I'll need to see your ID and the lady's like well I don't have it on me um, I have a picture of it. And she's like, I, I have to have the actual ID. And the lady's like, oh, it's in my car. So she sent her son, who was way too young to be going across the parking lot by himself outside to try to find it. And then she went outside, came back like 10 minutes later. And she's like, here. And she's like, so she looks at it and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. This license expired. I have to have a current license to do the trade she's like why are you being fucking difficult she's like, you're just being difficult she's like it's i'm not being difficult it's company policy she's like so she's like i can't take your trade unless i have a current license and the lady's yeah. like goes in a wallet takes another one out and is like well here use this one she's like okay why didn't you give me that one the first time and she's like i just wanted to make things difficult for you so since you're being so difficult she's like i'm following store <laughs> policy you're making things difficult to make things difficult. Like, please just do your shit and get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> God, I fucking hate people. Oh, uh, so much, dude. I'm in the wrong profession. <coughs> yeah. So, speaking of, I get a message today from someone I work with who I won't name in case anybody ever listens to this that I work with. And she's just like, hey, you didn't hear this from me. Patricia doesn't like you very much. <laughs> Who's my store manager? Yeah. And I was like, shocker. Is it because I don't put up with bullshit? Because she probably puts me right there with Nick, who also does not put up with bullshit. <laughs> but uh yeah, that explains some things. Like why my hours have been getting cut and stuff. And I honestly think that she's sexist. And I'm not just saying that. She is so easy and nice with all of the girls and so hard on us guys. To the point that I'm hurt right now with my knees and my back. Yeah. Lane is out with a hurt back. And Nick's got two bad knees and a bad back. Yeah. And then the new guy, Chris, is already getting worked to the fucking bone, too. And I just don't fucking get it, dude. Yeah, I had a supervisor like that. She was a black lady, and I swear she was racist and sexist because there was like four white dudes on my shift. And... She treated the four of us like fucking dirt. Like she didn't treat anybody else the way she treated us. So yeah, I've been there. Yeah, dude, and it's just it's not fucking fair. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, so one of the other things is that, and and this was just I thought was interesting in, in a good way. So uh, over the past few days, I've had two different conversations. One I won't get into because it was more personal business than 
I'd like to get on, into on air. But then this other conversation that I had with my brother, I feel more comfortable talking about on air. Um, so I reached out to my brother because I've been having a rough time lately. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it since the uh, the gun thing happened that I've talked about on, on the air. Yeah. Uh, I've been having a rough time. I haven't been able to sleep very good. Um, just, yeah, it's just been rough. So <clears throat> I just reached out to my brother to talk to him, which uh, I don't know if it took him by surprise, but like he's been reaching out to me more often since like since me and him talked. Yeah. And he tells me today, or, you know, he asked me if I'm okay with it. He'd like to get my email because so his wife uh, works on a podcast called Science Versus. I uh, please anybody listening go listen to Science Versus. It's a fantastic podcast, and you will learn a lot from them. Um, she's one of the uh, editors, I believe, audio engineer, if you will. Yeah. Um. So my brother got my email, and she got in contact with an audio engineer, I guess that she used to work with on the show. That she's going to give my email and have him write me and stuff to kind of let me be able to ask him questions about like how do you get your foot in the door what's the best way to go about learning things yeah. is there a trade school that i need to look into that kind of thing and my brother's like trying to help me out with that but he's, he kept saying like as long as you're okay with it and i'm like yeah man like that's that's perfectly fine with me so he call, he asked me today if i could call him he was uh walking to pick up my niece from daycare and uh i don't i, I think i've mentioned this before my brother lives in brooklyn he works for google yeah like he commutes to Manhattan and stuff. Like I got to eat lunch in Google one day when I was there visiting. Bruh. Let me just go ahead and talk. I've probably, I've probably told this before, but quick side note, I'm going to tell it again. There's just a big fucking cafeteria. Oh, yeah. Right? In Google. And he's like, yeah, man, whatever you want, just go pick a line. It's all free. Like if you work here or you're a guest, it's all free. It's paid for by the company. No shit. So I went over to this fucking line where there was a dude that I could visually see making fresh pasta yeah. and then dropping it and boiling it and then bringing it over to this other guy who was making fresh pesto and then mixing those together, hitting it with the, you know, the whatever cheese. I don't know if it was uh, yeah. Parmesan or, or, you know, um, Romano, any of the others, any of those kinds. And so, but he would hit it with the pecorino or the, any of that, you know, and then hand it to people and i was like holy shit that's super yeah i want that that's super fresh yeah and it was one of the best things i've ever fucking eaten <laughs> and i was yeah. like dude and this is just every day and chris goes yeah they, i mean they change the menus up but it's all fresh and made by these guys who are like trained chefs I'm like that's fucking cool and then the view there's a picture that i have on facebook that i'll post in no context if i can find it of me and my brother sitting at the table and there's like this new york skyline out the window behind us it's super cool man so but, uh I remember seeing a TikTok. They were talking about that, like companies like Google that do the free lunches and all the other perks of working there, talking about how it's like, yeah, they give you the free lunch so that you don't leave the campus and you you stay to do more work. And like basically taking all these free things and like spinning them into negatives against the company. And somebody responded and was like, you realize every other company treats you like shit and doesn't give you that stuff. Like if I'm going to be treated <laughs> like shit, but I'm going to get, you know, free lunches and all this stuff. Fuck. It's, it's fair trade for me, dude. They have these chairs at Google. I saw them with my own eyes that you can sit in and this fucking little pod thing closes around you yep. and it's called a nap chair <clears throat> and you can just sit in it and you can have it massage you 
or you can have it play like ambience or some soft music in there and you could just lay there and take a fucking nap for like 20 minutes and then set it to wake you up nice are you fucking kidding me like goddamn <laughs> i'll take it but anyways um so i called him today and we were talking and <clears throat> you ever you ever have a conversation with somebody and the way that they kind of make pauses and stuff you can kind of tell they're trying to think how to navigate a conversation yeah so he was like i want to try to help you in any way that i can because i know like what you're going through because like he's my fucking brother i opened him i opened up to him about like everything that's been going on recently yeah and uh he's like i've been there in the different situations you know um and basically he was just like i i know that we haven't been the closest and kept in touch as much as we probably should he goes, so I don't want you to think that I'm all of a sudden trying to come into your life and impose myself onto you or anything. But uh, he goes, I do really want to help you. Like, And he goes, and I want us to like maybe sometime when we both have some free time, like video call, and maybe we can spitball some ideas about things that you, know, you could do that could help you get out of Keystone because I don't think that place is good for you. And, you know, yeah. um, and he's like, and I'll help you in any way that I can. And it was just interesting to me because he was, he seemed so like worried about doing that. Yeah. But like <clears throat> my entire life, I've always wished that me and him were closer. So I was like, yeah, man, like that's fine. Like this doesn't bother me at all. You're welcome to be my big brother. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in a mean way, but like he's got a different mom than me. We didn't grow up together. Yeah. <clears throat> so but, I mean it's I'm trying to think of the right way to say I guess better late than never but like you know, as people get older yeah. they start to realize these things like my brother lives 15 minutes away we hardly ever see each other like it just kind of is what it is but yeah well see my my siblings were spread out now like it's me down here my brother's in New York and my sister's in Kansas yeah <clears throat> So, it's kind of, and we're, there's a big age gap. Like Christopher is ten years older than I am. Yeah, you know, so he'll be turning forty-one this year, and then my sister is fourteen years older than me because I remember she's four years older than Chris. So I think she's turning forty-five this yeah. year. So, you know, I guess it is better late than never, I suppose. But yeah, it was just it was just interesting. So I'll, I'll be uh, interested to see what comes of that. Yeah, you know, and like. Not that I think that he'll listen to this. Actually, one of the things that we talked about today was that I told him that I think this show would be too vulgar for him, and I don't recommend it to him. But I recommend it to him. Listen to this shit. <laughs> but uh, get us get us on some kind of like Google advertisement plan or something. I don't get Google to like, give I, us money. <laughs> well, that was the th- that was just about what I was going to say. Is like I don't want him to like feel like he's going to be like, hey, here's money or anything like that you know because i don't i just don't want him to do that like i just i don't want his money nice i want to have somebody to talk money. to i'm not talking about for the show motherfucker i'm talking about me <laughs> i want google's money to just get google to give us money they have Tell a lot of it hire us as janitors at google yeah probably make more money than we do here oh fuck yeah dude i can <laughs> work at mcdonald's new york i can work at mcdonald's and make more money than i make now <laughs> um yeah dude so it's just been uh 
it's been an interesting week but it's been like a very uh like the healing process is going well with yeah. everything it was just um that that gun thing fucked me up dude and it's still like i said it's still fucking with me when i sleep but last night it didn't so like hopefully that's, that's good i can have some more nights like that you know you and i value and, uh, life differently because like i said i would have just taken my chances and ran his fucking ass over here's the thing like you you said that and then kayla at work said that and he, by the time that he did that he was no longer in a position where i could have run him over uh you know what i mean like he was already like i would have had to have backed up and turned a little to run him over i mean i probably would have thought about it <laughs> like one of us is about to die motherfucker who's it gonna be i'm fine either way <laughs> yeah it was uh i don't know that was just not not what was on my mind at the moment um like i said you have more to look forward to in life i'm older than you and my life's not that much older than me my life sucks yeah my life's not that great either right now dude but it like it'll get better but like you are not that much older than me yeah i don't know what are you 34 35 36 i'll be 37 in 10 days something like that See, it's not bad. And then you're going to be fucking going over to Europe. Those are are seven hard fucking years. (laughs) They've ruined me. They've broken my spirit. It's only six years. But yeah. That's what Shelby asked me. Uh, A friend of mine asked me the other day. She's like, are you cold? I was like, no. I "I have the rage in my heart to keep me warm. (laughs) Jesus. Oh man! So before we before we get into some wrestling talk, apologies, Jeff. There was a pay per view. There was a pay per view, and we didn't get any that many questions. So we're talking about wrestling. Don't that like it? Too. I'll ask more questions. I did put out there that they had an hour to get in any last minute questions, and none. it's been almost an hour, and there's been none. So yeah, yeah it's on you, the listeners. Um, what is the male birth control? So. They've been studying this for a while, and supposedly they figured it out in mice. So I guess they're going to start human trials of a male contraceptive pill. So like you could take a pill every day, and you won't get anybody pregnant. And I'm curious your thoughts on that, and would you use that? So I don't particularly care. Like people, if they want to use a contraceptive, that's their thing. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. Um would i use it i don't know if i need it and here's why i say that i've busted many a nut in many a girl and i have never once had a pregnancy scare ever which makes me think i probably so i had a girlfriend back in the day who would who was clumsy as fuck and hit me in the nuts all the time yeah right then i got shot relatively point blank range with a burst shot from a paintball gun in the balls yeah um so i'm not sure that i'm I don't, i'm not sure my boys are swimming properly you know to be quite honest with you fucking all, so i don't know if i need it. fucking pulling to the left and shit <laughs> yeah they drown in her pussy and then they swim to her butt <laughs> so because i but, i asked because a lot of guys are like it's like toxic masculinity to like be like I'm not taking a birth control pill, like I'm that's fucking women shit. But we're like, I'm sure you want your girl too. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And like the analogy I heard when they were talking about it made a lot of sense. It's like, would you 
to make a situation safer, would you put a bulletproof vest on your target or would you take the bullets out of your gun? You know, like it makes sense. Personally, I'd get that shit in a fucking heartbeat. Like I, my girlfriend and me both be on the pill. Make sure ain't no fucking babies coming out. (laughs) But like, I don't know if they can figure it out. To me, it makes a hell of a lot more sense. Because like pretty much every every form of birth control for women have some sort of shitty side effects. And well, not only that, I mean, it's our sperm that gets them pregnant. Exactly. You know, so like a woman can have one baby a year. A man could have three hundred and sixty-five babies a year if you want to. I was just about to say that. Yeah, three, maybe more. Maybe more, depending on how many. Yeah. women that he could fuck yeah well i mean like that would be an interesting how, experiment that how never happened virile his sperm are so like he could he could knock up 500 women in a year she could, could have one baby hold on i'm picturing this now could you imagine the scientific study of having a guy fuck two women a day yeah but you would have to have 365 times two 730 women yeah agree to try to get impregnated by this one fucking guy yeah but then you also need a control then you need a guy who's not supposedly virulent and have him do it as well Well, that's the thing is you would have to do this for it to be a legitimate scientific study you couldn't do it with one guy or two guys you'd have to do it with a hundred guys you know you have to have that god on my yeah so many babies born from science but yeah it would be interesting to uh, to see the difference because yeah, one a woman can basically have one kid in a year. Yeah, essentially. And like you said, a she guy can, can get pregnant again, but she's going to make one baby in the span of a twelve in the calendar year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two if she like has a baby in January and another one in what's it October, but still, average of one point two five babies a year. <laughs> Get that leap year baby in there. <laughs> but yeah, like it makes a lot of sense to me. Like, do women have to deal with so much bullshit? Like, if you're out there as a man and you're like, I'm not taking birth control, suck a dick. Like, honestly. Like, <laughs> fucking women go through so much shit. Just fucking take one for the team. I can't argue that. Like, they put I your cannot. smelly, musty ass penis in their mouth. Like, take a fucking pill every morning for them. Okay, I would just like to clarify for our listeners that my penis is neither smelly nor musty. At the end of the day, your penis is smelly and musty. Bro, I shower before I get my dick sucked. I'm a fucking... So you've never had your sweaty dick sucked? Never once in your life? Not that I know of. Trust me. Usually when it's that kind of like situation, there's no oral involved. Usually we just go straight to fucking... Like I said, girls don't want their sweaty vagina eaten. I don't want my sweaty dick sucked because no, nobody want to smell some raw ass. I'll fucking eat a sweaty vagina in a fucking heartbeat, man. That's just salt on the fucking potato, baby. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fucking taste delicious. But no, uh, that whole area fucking gets all fucking ganky and shit throughout the day. So like, I guarantee you've had a girl go down on you and be like. It's a little, it smells a little bit like balls down here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
I, I, whatever you say, dog. And you fucking <laughs> nutted in a girl's throat. Like, that's fucking gross. Take a pill for if you're willing to, if you're willing to subject her to a fucking baby blast to the back of the throat, like fucking speed boxing her uvula with your fucking baby butter, fucking take a pill for. It's not that hard to do. Lift the seat up when you go pee, put it back down, take your birth control. Like, it's not that fucking hard. To me, it's a matter of personal responsibility. I don't want to have babies. So if it's an option for me, we'll fucking do it if I'm going to be sexually active. Like, she doesn't want a baby. She's going to take her pill. But how many people out there, how many guys out there have been tricked by a girl who wants a baby who says, yeah, I've been taking my pill and she actually hasn't. Dude nuts inside of her, pop, baby comes out that he didn't want. Yeah, how many times does that happen? Thousands? Millions? I say probably more often than not. Yeah. Like, how many condoms have broken and resulted in babies? Like, take a fucking pill. You ain't gotta worry about it. Be fucking shooting blanks. Shooting blizzanks, son. She's shooting blizzanks into her pizzuzzi. Yeah. Or yeah. just find a girl who loves anal and just do anal with her all the time. Ain't and if no it hurts her. Baby's coming out of that brown eye. If it hurts her, lay her on her side. Yeah. It tends to work better. I always find um, that if she gets on top where she can dictate like the motion. That works too. It usually is a little bit easier for her. Like, you don't just yeah, fucking education time. You don't just ram a dick up a butt. No, Guy, slow, girl, whatever. Yeah, you don't just ram that shit in there. You got to fucking take your time. You got to make sure it's nice and slippy slidey down there. Like, friction fucking hurts. Like, yeah. yeah. So, make sure it's slippy slidey. A little bit at a time. Just a tip. Then, you know, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Before you know it. Sometimes if you get it in there and it's hurting, you kind of just like, you don't thrust, but you kind of like wiggle your hips a little bit like side to side and like sort of gyrate. Sometimes that helps. Just well, I sent you a link. <laughs> just saying. I uh, sent you a link for the results. From I, don't, I don't need a link for that. Subject. I remember that shit. Okay. Well, I needed a link. Yeah. Um, so do you want to cover it in order? Sure. So Saturday was WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which yeah. should they still call it? I don't think they call them pay-per-views anymore. They call no, them they are premium, premium live events. Yeah, premium live events. PLEs. But yeah, so. Because you don't technically have to pay for them anymore if you have Peacock. Yeah. I think you can still order them through like cable and dish network. I think you want, can, but. which is fucking retarded. Excuse my use of the R word, but this, that's something else. I don't contribute, or I don't, to me, the R word is no longer a synonym of mentally challenged people. To me, it's a word you use when somebody knows better and still does some stupid shit anyways. Like, that's that's how I associate that now. But that's neither here nor there. Why would you pay $60 for a pay-per-view when Peacock is like, seven dollars a month yeah or 10 if you want the uh or maybe 15 if you want no ads yeah which is what but i, I mean say say even at ten dollars a month that's 120 dollars a year that's two pay-per-views and you get 12 premium live events on peacock 
Yeah, plus so, all the other shit that's on there, like yeah. all the classic stuff. The what's that thing they're doing now? The superstars thing they do every Sunday, I think, is on there now. That I don't know if that's on there. It may, it might, it, let me clarify. It might be, but I know that that airs live on A and E. Yeah, I think like previous episodes might be on there. Like you get the Broken Skull podcast, which is awesome. Yeah, recommend it to anybody. Uh, Any also, the show fans, yeah. WWE Evil. Yeah. Which is about heels. Dude, it was so... There's a scene in the beginning of Randy Orton's episode where he talks about getting into the zone. And he said, I just got to kind of lean forward. And and he leans forward. And when he comes back up, he had let some of the blood rush to his head. Yeah. And he, and he just starts breathing really heavy and flexing his muscles and doing that. Come on, come on motherfucker. You want to fuck? And doing like that. And dude... He starts to look like he's going to kill you. Yeah. And it's it's fucking incredible. The facials and stuff that they can pull off that help tell their stories as they're in there. Oh, yeah. Um, so, first match for Elimination Chamber um, was an Elimination Chamber match. And... Was the women's... Was it the girls? The women's the girls elimination. So, I came into this one a little late. Because yeah. I had gotten off work. So I'll let you talk about the beginning of it because I kind of came in halfway. I mean, it <coughs> It was a good match. It was a fairly routine match. Maybe like a three to four star match maybe. Like good, but um, I don't think we need to run down the entire match. Like, Oh, no, no, no. Like no. Oscar. No, if anything jumped out to you. No, not really. It was, it was written. It was like... The spots were done well. It was sort of laid out really well. Um, who was it? I really like. I really like Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, I love Raquel Rodriguez. I really want to see her do really well in the women's. Like she's an NXT talent, but I feel like she's pretty close to moving up to SmackDown or or Raw. Yeah, because she's, she's getting big. like yeah, she's getting. She got pretty big spot in the Royal Rumble. She got put in the Elimination Chamber. I think she's going to be moving up soon. And I like it because she's she's really good. She's really talented. She sort of has like a China vibe to her where she just towers over the other women. And Yeah. Yeah. That's like I, I would love to see her um, go at it with like, say, a Charlotte or a yeah. Rhea Ripley. I'll say, I like those see- girls who are also larger. I want to see her and Rhea Ripley go go into a feud together. Yeah, that would be badass. Yeah. Um, she was a standout for me. Also, like, I love Carmella. I don't care what anybody says. Carmella is a great chicken shit heel. Carmella is hot as fuck, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, she's married to Corey Graves, one of the commentators. Yeah. The Miz. No, not the Miz. Uh-oh. They're the same Corey. fucking person. Corey Graves. No, they're not Corey they're Graves. They're the same fucking a commentator. Person. They're the same fucking person. And Carmella is different from Maurice, who is Mrs. Hot Ass Wife. Yeah. <coughs> um, um. But yeah. Oscar. Oscar winning. Oscar won, which I fucking love Oscar so much. I am. I am loving the the throwback look to her old Kana. Oh yeah. Look from Japan, just badass. Yeah. She, I think she's going to get the title. I hope she gets the title at WrestleMania. Because I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't particularly care for Bianca Belair. I think her gimmick is stupid. 
and I. But it, but it, admit this though, if and because I'm I'm there with you on the hair. But if she ever lost that hair, if she got. I mean, she's a good wrestler. She's a good. But her fucking gimmick wrestler. is dumb. The hair thing is yeah. dumb to me. And I don't think that that's all natural. I could be no, wrong. But I think that's a big ass weave. I'm she pretty sure it's a re- big ass weave. But yeah, but she's, like, she's really good in the ring. Oh yeah, she's she's talented. But I think to me, she's very talented. But I feel like WWE is slighting her talent and turning her into more of a clown. Like, isn't one of her finishers like using her hair like a whip? I mean, it's not a finisher, but, but she does use like, that as a move. Yeah, it's just that's like rodeo clown shit to me. Like, she could be so much more than that. I agree, but also sometimes, and I don't like it either. Let me just go ahead and clarify. Yeah. I don't like the hair stuff either. She can get a good fucking crack on that thing like a whip oh, on yeah. people. And it's like, God damn, I bet that hurt. <laughs> um, but I will say that, correct me if I'm wrong, up until recently, the women's division has been pretty lackluster. And here lately, the women's division is getting pretty stacked. Like, there's a lot of women in there that are, like, top-tier level wrestlers. So. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, the the Charlottes, the Beckys, the Baileys, they've been on top for a long yeah. time. And now it's time to see what this new crop's got. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. So, up next was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I was not thrilled or overwhelmed by this at all. Was- and when I saw the finish... Oh, go ahead. It was it was a decent match. Um, I like the heavyweights like that. I like dudes that throw their weight around. But yeah, it was like a maybe a three star match. It was just, it was an average match. It was more like what happened after the match that made it a little more thrilling. CBS Sports gave it a C minus. Yeah. So yeah, about which by the way the uh, the female match the uh, got a B minus. Yeah, I can see that. So I'd say the females maybe like three and a half. Maybe four, but I feel like four may be a little high for that. But yeah, I was, would be high for that. I would say Brock and Bobby Lash was like two and a half to three stars. Yeah, so that match ended, um, and the way the match ended, I was like, because going into this match, I'm like, it's very weird to me that they're doing this blow off at Elimination Chamber when WrestleMania is a month away. Yeah. And lo and behold, Brock Lesnar hit Bobby Lashley in the dick, got disqualified. Yeah. Bobby, and what's what's his move called? The fucking that lock, the hurt lock, the hurt lock, which is I don't know, it's, it's a camel a, clutch. It's a, not a camel clutch. Excuse me, it's a full Nelson lock. Yeah, but it's just that's a weird name to me. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about well, he, the he hurt used to lock. Be, he used to be in a group called the Hurt Business. Uh but yeah, he and gets was, him in him, that. Brock Shelton Benjamin MVP and somebody else. But he gets Brock in that. Brock can't get out, so he kicks him in the dick. Ref disqualifies him. Brock, same old tired trope. Brock goes bananas and starts destroying people. So I see this culminating in like a a no disqualification, like a cage match or a hell in a cell or something like that between those two to like settle this once and for all. But I feel like this rivalry... I feel like a lot of fans are it's it's long in the tooth. Like I feel like it needs to yeah. wrap up and move on to something else. I will say <clears throat> I will say that uh the way Brock reacted after the match. Yeah. I loved when he realized that he lost <clears throat> due to disqualification. 
Uh, he grabbed the referee and hit their referee with an F5. Yeah. Then, pretty sure he picked up Bobby Lashley, hit him with an F5. Yeah. Then the crowd chanted one more time. So he grabbed Lashley and hit him with another F5, then hit the referee with another F5. Then got out, tore the fucking thing off the announce table. Yeah. Uh, took Lashley out there, F5'd him through the table. Um, then threw the referee out and F5 the referee onto the broken table. Which apparently was <laughs> off script. He wasn't supposed to do that with the ref. So <laughs> he might have to hear some shit from Triple H about that. But I mean, it got a pop, so it's not like he's going to get in fucking trouble for it. Oh, bro. It's fucking Brock Lesnar. They're going to be like, we're going to fine you $150,000. He's going to be like, take it out of my check. Yeah. I could give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, they probably paid him a million dollars for that match. Yep. Um, so after that was edge and beth phoenix his wife versus finn balor and rhea ripley yeah it was a good match i love edge it was a good match beth i love everybody in this match actually beth is not the greatest at selling offensive moves like she doesn't have the athleticism i think well i do want to point out too that beth hasn't been an active wrestler in a long time yeah that's why and it shows is what i'm saying But you know how much I love Rhea Ripley. I cannot stand how she sells big moves with the whole like wide eyes staring off into space. It's just so fucking corny looking to me. And she did it a (laughs) lot of times in that match. But you know what I'm talking Uh, about, right? Like, it's just so it looks so shitty. Well, when they kind of just like like the the cameras on them close up but they're not looking at it they're kind of just well not even that like when like she got a what what's best moves that she uses uh the glam is uh, the glam slam yeah so like she does that to her outside of the ring at the end of the match and she's just like pops up like tightens all her facial muscles like stares up at the ceiling is just like like it looks so fucking stupid i can't stand it i wish she would work on that <laughs> But yeah, it was a good match. Um, I want to say I actually, I don't know if it's because I understand or have a similar mindset to how WWE books matches or if they're just super fucking predictable, but I predicted the outcome of every match except the men's elimination chamber. I put it down to two people and one of those two people still won, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, like I knew this one, like Edge and Beth were going to win and get over because they're in Canada. So, yeah. And um, I don't know how it went down, but on Monday Night Raw, I thought on the press scrum later. Oh, well, actually, no, never mind. We'll yeah, talk we'll talk about, about that. that in a minute. Um, And it's not the press scrum, excuse me. It's the post premium live event press conference. Yeah, post show press conference. Press scrum is what. Uh, or media scrum is what what's his face does over there at AEW. Um, these guys gave uh, this match a B. Yeah. I thought it was qu- pretty good. Like I said, I love Edge. I love seeing him wrestle. I've always loved Edge, even when he's a bad guy. He's the man. Um, oh, Finn Balor, love him. It was a dynamic. I'd say like a three and a half stars. Like it got a B. Yeah. So it's like I love to see Edge hit a spear. <laughs> Did he even hit a spear in that match? I don't, yeah, I think so. I don't think he did. He hit his other two, like his signature the, the and his finisher. Yeah. It's the education and the education. 
I think it's the educator. The, the educator. The, one the, 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 the submission. Yeah. It's like the backwards sharpshooter. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did that to Damien Priest and Beth put uh, Rhea Ripley you, in you one Finn two. Balor? Finn Balor, yeah. Yeah. Because Damien Priest was in the next match. Yeah. Which the next match was the men's elimination chamber. Yeah. Which some Austin Theory. Some pretty good spots uh, on there. Yeah, I will say this was for the United States Championship, and this was Austin Theory, who's the champion, defending against Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, and Seth Rollins. This was the first time I had ever seen Bronson Reed. That dude's a fucking tank. He's like a... They could work him into sort of like a a, a Big Van Vader kind of role of like yeah, a, just an unstoppable tank of a man. Now, let me I ask you this. The start of this match... Who did you have winning? Uh, who did Who did I have winning this match? Yes. Seth Rollins. I had Seth. I was like, either they're going to let Austin keep the belt or Seth's going to. I thought Seth was going to win it because, like I told you before, I think he's U.S. championship material. I think that's like where he fits into the whole. I don't think he fits into universal champion or any of that. I think he fits into like an intercontinental or U.S. champion like locker room or roster or whatever you want to call it. my boy he's a good wrestler i just don't think he he's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now he's just to me he's not prime time he's the opening act he's not the, the i need main you show. hear me out i don't necessarily agree or disagree with what the way they're using him now what yeah. you're saying i need you to go on peacock and i need you to go back a few years and like watch when he don't go back I mean <clears throat> do go back and see when he broke up the shield when he turned on them that was badass but even then he was not ready but a few years after that when he got the championship and he had his run as the heel he was fucking killing it and I think that you would appreciate it yeah but you can't live in the past you gotta live in the now and the now Seth Rollins is a US champion not a universal champion okay then okay we'll, we'll never talk about the attitude error again <clears throat> you're right yeah. why would we live in the past yeah. wcw fuck that we, we had a whole thing we were going to talk about but fuck it why would we live in the past <laughs> we're not living in the past with wcw because wcw is <clears throat> dead we're having history lessons no 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 dude why 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 visit the past why not why not live in the now let's talk about aew because that product's so fucking good <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I didn't imagine any of the other four men having a shot at this. This, I thought maybe, maybe there was a chance for Montez Ford because he's got it. He's got, but he's, I hate to say it because it sounds like shit, but he's a jobber. I don't see no, him. No, the fuck he's not. He's a fuck. That match, he was a fucking jobber. He was over the top, like... It was fun to watch, but I don't see him being taken seriously as like title contender. Bruh. Give it give it a year or two. Now Live yeah. In the future. Yeah, let him let him do a little bit more, but like what I've seen of him, I don't see him as like he needs Bro, the way he sold that injury angle at the end of the match <laughs> when was he fucking spot on. When he fucking fell down the stairs, that shit cracked me up. Like everybody watching knew he wasn't actually hurt. Cause like they, they, I thought, I thought he was legitimately hurt until Logan Paul came in. Yeah. Cause the match came down to two people or three people. 
it was Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and Montez Ford. Which now, and Montez, be- before we get into that, I want to say Montez, okay. that one spot he did was fucking nuts. Where he climbed to the top. He was like, somebody was coming after him. He climbs up the up the cage, and then he climbs to sort of like almost the ceiling of the cage, and then just fucking belly flops down on the other five dudes in the match. Not only that, he's hanging from the roof of this thing, and he does that thing where people will pull themselves up and then crouch their knees in. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> you're hanging upside down with your head pointing down where your hands are holding on by your knees. And he's just looking down at these guys, and then yeah, he just let go. Like he waits for them to he waits for them to get in in position where he won't die, and then he just yeah. <laughs> something else I noticed because I watched an elimination chamber match on YouTube not too long ago. Um, who the fuck was it? I can't even remember which one it was now. Um, but it was back when they had the metal grating on the sides of the ring. I've noticed they have switched to a solid plastic floor now. Which I'm sure is much, much kinder to the wrestlers' bodies. Oh, yeah. The very first Elimination Chamber was made completely of steel. Yeah. And it was, like, not solid steel. It was, like, graded steel. Like, yeah, like when you walk over, like, industrial, like, catwalks and stuff, it's that metal. Like, it's just flat pieces of metal welded together into a grid. Like... Falling on that shit with bare skin would hurt like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. So when I saw this year, it was like plastic flooring. I was like, oh, good. I like that for the wrestlers. And like, dude, so many people are like talking shit about wrestling when they see like crash pads or something like that. I'm like, dude, y'all realize these are fucking actual people. Like, I'd rather them be safe. Like, I'd rather you use a crash yeah, pad if exactly. you're going to fall 30 feet. Like, 30 feet, a 30 foot drop can kill you. Use a crash pad. I can suspend my disbelief and appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. It's like, uh, to put it into video game terms for Jeff, in The Witcher 3, they, the creators of The Witcher, the creators of The Witcher series, 1, 2, and 3, always thought that. The amount of fall damage that people can take in video games is ridiculous. So they went the complete opposite, where like if you're Geralt and you jump off something that's probably more than six or seven feet tall, it's gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. When you hit the ground, you are dead. And it's like that seems a little aggressive, but that's what would happen to these guys if they yeah. were to take a power bomb off of a ladder and they didn't have, say, a table yeah. on the floor with a little padding underneath it or something. Like, and don't get me wrong, dude. Like I said, I've put together rings. I've seen the pads on the side. It's not thick padding. No, it's gi- it's gymnastics. But it's pads. enough. Yeah, it's enough to help uh, decrease some of the impact. Yeah, you know. Um, but all, dude, in this match, okay. For one, <clears throat> I want to say because I've been watching the TNA channel on TV, right? Yeah. And when they cut to commercials, they don't go to normal commercials. They'll cut to the best of TNA impact. And it'll be like the hardcore best hardcore scenes or something. Yeah. There's this one where they were having a, some sort of fucking match. It looked like a hell in a cell, right? Oh yeah. And these guys are all fighting in the ring. And AJ styles is on top of this cage with some other dude up there with a table and a ladder on top of this fucking thing. And, He hits the guy, hits the guy, hits the guy. AJ puts the dude on the table, climbs up the ladder on top of his fucking cage, and then dives off, puts the dude through the table. And I was like, 
that could have went catastrophically bad. Yeah. Like they could have caved through the top and came down on everybody wrestling yep. down below them and shit. Like it would have been bad. But it was such a cool visual. Oh yeah. And then in this match, I thought we were about to see Seth Rollins power bomb Johnny Gargano off the top of the So the way the elimination chamber works, by the way, is because I, I just realized that we haven't explained this. It's a big round chamber around the ring. Yeah. And there are four compartments and there are six men in the match. So four guys enter and they each go into one of the quote unquote chamber type things. Yeah, little pods. And they wait. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for, the pod. And they wait for, you know, this it's basically quote unquote randomly chosen as the who comes out next. Yeah. And uh two guys start in the ring and then I don't know however it's it's every two minutes, every five minutes, whatever they I was gonna ask, is it is it a certain time? Because I swear to God it's different. Like I feel like it's so story they, driven. <laughs> like when quote do quote unquote kayfabe, yeah. it's supposed to be a time just like Royal Rumble is supposed to be two minutes, but sometimes it's ninety seconds, sometimes it's a minute and a half, yeah. or I guess ninety seconds is a minute and a half, but like sometimes it's seventy five seconds, sometimes it's two minutes and five seconds, sometimes it's yeah. two minute, two and a half minutes. It just depends on what's going on in the ring. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but no, instead of a power bomb off the top, Gargano reverses it. And Hurricane Rana's Seth Rollins off the top of this thing, off onto a group of dudes down below. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But then it came down to three. Montez Ford, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins. Don't remember what happened to make Montez Ford fall through the ropes. Uh, oh, yeah. But when he did, Seth Rollins, while he was hanging on the middle rope, like balancing on his hip, or like yeah, his hip area almost, Seth Rollins hit him with a curb stomp, which is his fi- one of his finishers, which is, if you've ever watched American History X, it's a variant of that. Yeah. Um, and he just, bam, so, slams the dude's face down. So does the irony of Seth Rollins doing a curb stomp to a black guy, is that lost on you? or <laughs> No. That's kind of fucked up, Seth Rollins. Maybe you, maybe you <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> so he like, boom, hits the, hits the curb stomp. And Montez just immediately stiffens up, yeah, and like slides out, and it's just he, he gets pinned one, two, three, he's done. And they call in somebody to to get him out because the referee's like, "Oh shit, he's fucked up. Like we need to get him out of here." But so did you notice that the referee goes over to check on him, and it very clearly on the hard camera, he reaches over and pinches the ref's leg. Did you, did you catch that? Just letting, him, yeah. letting him know he's okay. Yeah. Did you catch that, though? Because he did yeah, that I mean, he did that directly in front of the are, hard camera. Those are things that you're supposed to ignore. That's on the camera, guys. That's on. That's yeah. They should not have been on that camera. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, technically, not the but, camera, guys. It should have been the production team in the back should have swapped, I mean. switched cameras. Yeah. That's what I mean. Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Old Bucky. Damn Bieber. it, Kevin. You fucked it up. I thought so, this was real, and now it's all a lie. I'm gonna come kick your kick your ass in the nuts. Uh, Montez Ford <clears throat> did a great job at selling the fact that he was injured. Oh, he uh, looked like he was court. fucking dead. <laughs> and then Seth and Austin Theory did a great job. Well, Austin Theory's still selling on the ground, and Seth's just sitting in the corner, kind of looking around, like trying to figure out what's going on. He sold that really well. Yeah. And then once they started getting him out, he was like. You could see the stats be like, oh shit, yeah, there's a match going on. And then he runs and tries to stomp Austin Theory, but, and then here was the giveaway when I knew that that was a work and not 
he actually got hurt. Logan Paul comes running. Logan Paul? Yeah, yeah Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. <clears throat> comes running in, and he hits Seth Rollins with a buckshot lariat, which is a cool move. Yeah. You're basically on the outside of the ropes, and you pull yourself like you're going to jump over the ropes, but you do a front flip, land on your feet, and then clothesline the guy. Yeah. And uh, that caused... Austin Theory to then hit his finish and Seth Rollins got pinned. A-Town down. A-Town down and Austin Theory retained. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So, Did not see it going that way. So I can't remember if we discussed it on air or off air about my idea of getting Logan Paul more, getting him a good storyline of being like a veteran wrestler being pissed off that all these influencers are showing up trying to be wrestlers. Apparently that's fucking happened because now there's this feud with him and Seth Rollins where Seth Rollins is, you know, pissed off that he's there pretending to be a wrestler. So much as I don't like the guy, dude's a, a fucking decent wrestler. Like he's very athletic. He, I cannot deny that. He can sell the fuck out of a spot. He can sell the fuck out of these moves and stuff. Like as much I will never pull for him. But he he's making his way. Whereas his shitty ass brother, I hope Tommy Fury knocks his fucking teeth out because he's <laughs> fucking ruining a sport that doesn't really have a lot of credi- credibility left to give up. <laughs> like Jake yeah. Paul's just taking the last little bit of credi- credibility boxing has. But yeah, WWE is supposed to be superheroes, good guys versus bad guys and shit. So... He fit, and he's putting the work in. You can tell that behind the scenes, he is putting the fucking work in. Yeah, absolutely. So. And like, there's a reason that like when I got that pack on 2K23, 2K22, excuse me. Yeah. That had like him and MGK and stuff. I didn't use them at first, but now I'll book them as a heel every didn't, now and then. Didn't and then you? Uh, didn't you take MGK's stats yeah. and just let everybody beat the living shit out of? Him? Yeah, anytime, if he's ever in a match, he's always a jobber. Yeah, and fuck he's like horrible guy. stats and gets his ass just handed to him all the time. Yeah, fuck yeah, that fuck guy. Him. Um, no, I'll say like he, he's putting the fucking, unlike, I've heard a lot of shit about Ronda Rousey recently being in WWE, because they're like, she's not putting the fucking work in. It's not good. She's not a good wrestler. Like, Logan Paul's a shitty human being, but he is a good wrestler. I will give him that. And I hate giving that man any fucking compliments. At least he's not wearing wow. a fucking Pokemon card around his neck all the fucking time. I just realized something, bro. What? Two, three, four. Goddamn, there were only five matches on this show. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were fucking ah. good. We got to think two Elimination Chambers are pretty long matches. They're long. They're like an hour each. And then that uh, Sammy Roman match was long. Yeah, well, let's get there. Yeah. Now, men's elimination chamber. I know you have a grade on it. I'm going to say it was a solid, okay. like, I would even give it a four star. There was a lot of athleticism in it. There was a lot of good spots in it. There was controversy in it. It progressed a, uh, at least one storyline. So I'd say probably a, probably a four star match. Like somebody did something stupid that could have gotten, gotten him killed and Montez Ford climbing to the roof. <laughs> uh, CBSSports.com gave it an A minus. There you go. Yeah, maybe four stars. By the way, have you ever seen the the Elimination Chamber that had uh, Rob Van Dam in it? 
no. or like Triple H and all them were in it. No. Bro, you should watch that because there's a moment where Rob Van Dam's up on top of the the pod yeah. and he hits a five-star frog splash on Triple H and he comes down with his knee on Triple H's throat Jesus. and crushes his trachea. And Triple H finished the fucking match, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> Dude, Triple H was a fucking tank, too, man. He worked through some serious fucking injuries in his career. Oh, dude. Yeah, like uh, the time he tore his quad, yeah. finished the match. Yeah. Another like 20 minutes or something like that. Um, and then that match over in Saudi Arabia, where it was him and Shawn Michaels versus Kane and Undertaker, he tore his fucking peck. Yeah. Clean off. <laughs> yeah. Like, goddamn. And then he finished that match, too. Like, dude... Dude's a hoss. Oh yeah, for sure. He's one of my favorites of all time. Um, well, Roman and Sammy was beyond anything of what I expected that match to be. I did not expect to enjoy that match. Roman Reigns put on a fucking clinic on how to be a bad guy. Oh wrestling. yeah, he put on a fucking seminar. Like he could have <laughs> sold fucking like tuition tickets for that shit how to be a fucking heel like they if they didn't even touch each other for like the first five minutes that crowd was on fire bro loudly loudly chanting fuck you roman yeah loud and clear whole crowd fuck you roman clap 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 fuck you apparently the raw before that when they were still in Montreal when they did it or the SmackDown before or whatever, there was two minutes of dead air because the crowd was so loudly chanting fuck you Roman that they had to censor it. Nice. That's why they need to do fucking streaming for Raw and SmackDown too. They don't have to censor shit. I hate censorship. Fucking hate it. But well, it wasn't censored on the pay-per-view. No. It was loud and clear. It was it was a Ole Sammy and fuck you, Roman. And then they're singing his song just over and over and over and over. And and I do want to call out too that there was a few times in earlier matches where like like Rhea Ripley like was like I heard her say bitch and fuck like in the same sentence yeah. while she was yelling at Beth Phoenix and I was like, damn, they're getting they're getting a little more PG thirteen with this. Yep. Maybe even maybe a little bit of an R, but dude, no. This the Sammy versus Roman match. If you go, if you watch any match from this show, watch that match. Watch this one. Um, the the look, CBS Sports gave it an A. Look up stills like, of the um, Judgment Day Edge and Beth match, and look at how fucking nice Rhea Ripley's ass looked in that fucking costume she was wearing. But watch this match. Her ass looked so fucking good because she had like Rhea the Ripley is ungodly hot. Oh yeah, she had those like short like half butt cheek <clears throat> trunks on, but then for some reason she had those fucking straps under her butt cheeks that were like lifting them up. Jesus Christ, man! Because like, she, she wears like the leather bondage type stuff. Yeah, because she's mommy. She's fucking hot. Fuck Dom. I'll punch Dom in the face <laughs> if I ever see him. He might kick your ass, bro. Oh, I don't care. Maybe maybe Rio will come kick my ass. I don't know. I feel like I might could take Dom in a fight if I got like a sucker punch in. Like if I broke his nose or something, I might could take him. Like he's a fucking trained athlete, so squaring up, he'd probably beat the shit out of me. But I think if I could get that you can fucking sucker punch, sucker punch and break his nose or something, you know, water his eyes up, I might, might can take him. 
Bro, you saying Sucker Punch just made me think of, there was an old DVD from one of the Lamb of God albums where Randy Blythe was really fucking drunk and they were talking about this is why he had to quit drinking and he was on the fucking tour bus and they, him and Mark Morton, one of the guitar players, was just, they were just arguing and fighting about something. Yeah. And Randy Blythe just drunk as fucks like, Mark Morton, prepare for the fucking sucker punch. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark Morton beat the shit out of Randy. Like, what kind of fucking Dragon Ball Z shit is that? You gotta Dude, call out your moves was before you do them. Fucking wasted, bro. Oh, and then yeah. he like tried to hit Mark and Mark just flipped him over on the ground, punched him in the face like six times, walked away. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this Roman Sammy match, like, they actually they had me i didn't think sammy was gonna win yeah you know what i mean but they had me i didn't where like I, I, my suspension of disbelief kicked in and i was rooting for sammy to get that victory i didn't think they were gonna let well i'm gonna say i knew they wouldn't let sammy win for the simple fact of sammy's not the wrestler to end the streak and elimination chamber is not the show to end the streak yeah but i was expecting more of what happened at the rumble where Roman was going to come out. He was just going to beat the ever loving shit out of Sammy win the match or get disqualified or whatever, you know, start hitting him with chairs, doing all kinds of crazy shit to him. And that is not at all what fucking happened. Sammy was a fucking monster out there. Dude, he was feeding off that crowd. Oh yeah. Um, until, I mean, Roman did beat the fuck out of him for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, and Roman like beating the absolute dog shit out of him looking over at Sammy's wife and being like I wanted you to be family I didn't want this yep. he did this and then he took Sammy over to his wife and children and like pushed him over and punched him and was like this is your fault that they have to watch me do this you know and he looks at his wife this is his fault yep. and it was like God almighty dude and then then Sammy got the comeback, sort of kicking his fucking ass, and then Sammy slid outside, kissed his wife, just kissed like back fucking in. lays one on his wife on national TV. <laughs> and then, uh, you j- just when you think like referee bump, and yeah. then I'm like, God damn it! Here come the shenanigans. Yep. And referee bump. Here comes Jimmy Uso, super kick Sammy Zayn. Yep. I thought I right him, there, I was like, hit him with a splash. I was like, that's it. You know, he's going to come, he's super kick. I was like, Roman's going to roll over on and pin him. That's going to be the end of the match. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. He goes to get the thing. No, one, two, two and nine quarters. Nine, and, me two and nine tenths. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Thank you. Two and nine tenths. Just almost there. And Sammy kicked out. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. And that's where, like, the inner wrestling fan in me was immediately like, Maybe Sammy is gonna win this. It would have been the other part of my brain shut off. It would have you know been what I mean? unexpected, like, and they probably would have burned down Montreal had that happened. <laughs> dude, the sound would have blown the windows out oh, of that yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was already loud as fuck. Um, but that so they they're like going back and forth again, and then a second referee had come down, and then the the other referee takes the bump. Yeah. And now the other referee's down. Sammy hits the haluva kick or hell of a kick. Yeah. If, if, however you want to say, you know, call it. Um, pins Roman one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No referee. Yeah. And that might have been actually, that might have been when Jimmy came down is when he almost beat Roman. But anyway, either, so, either, yeah. either way, 
Jay Uso ends up showing up and he hasn't been on TV. No one's been able to get a hold of him. And he's there and Roman's looking at him and there he's like yelling at him. He's like, what are you going to do? And he goes to hand a chair <clears throat> to Jay Uso. Like, you take care of this because Paul Heyman had given Roman a chair at that point. And Sammy's groggy and Jay's just standing there and he doesn't do it. And Roman takes the chair from him and then goes, Sammy goes to spear Roman. Roman steps out of the way and Sammy spears Jay Uso. Yep. And Roman then just fucking cleans Sammy's clock with that chair. Yeah. Pins him. One, two, three. Referee slides back in. Roman retains, continues to just start beating the fucking dog shit out of Sammy Zayn. And then Kevin Owens came out for the save. Easy five star match. Easy. Fucking could not have been done any better in my no, opinion no because like i said it would have been amazing to see him win it but that was not the time like if roman reigns didn't have this like 900 and something day streak going and like they built this whole thing up of him being unbeatable that would have been the perfect move to give sammy the belt then and then figure out something between now and wrestlemania you know to get it back but it's not they couldn't end the streak like that that wouldn't have been the best way to end that storyline you know no yeah i agree i agree and then just a quick overview of the press conference um edge said that he was going to accept austin theory's open u.s challenge i don't know how that went i'm assuming austin theory still has that belt yes it's because they said it was kind of fucked up that they had sammy lose in canada and then two nights later had edge lose in canada with like edge came out with like canadian pants on like red with the nice. white maple leaves and stuff on them like they were like it's a little shitty to let i thought edge would have won that match to be honest like that's a wwe thing though yeah true is making people lose in their hometowns because yeah you can get that feel good moment yeah or you can really get that crowd reaction for the people on TV when their yeah. favorite loses and they really get that heel heat. Oh, yeah. You know, it makes sense. It's not what's good for the one. It's what's good for the many. It's not what's yeah. good for the goose. It's good for the gander. Well, that's not the right saying, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. Two birds. Get, get two birds stoned, bro. That's yeah. Rickyism. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. I would have liked to have seen, I mean, we talked about it, before the show, I would have liked to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn team up, challenge the Uso brothers for the titles, the ch- tag team titles, the match start, and Jay Uso just walk off and go back to the locker room and leave Jimmy to get his ass beat by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They take the titles from him, and that starts like the disgraceful end of the bloodline. Because everyone knows, if you follow wrestling, everybody knows... When, that the bird, 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 but yeah. bird's the word. Bird, 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 When Cody agreed to leave <laughs> AEW and come back to WWE, there was a fucking title run in his contract. So I will put, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I will put any amount of money on it right now that Cody Rhodes is going to win that fucking belt at WrestleMania. But what if he doesn't? He will. But what if he doesn't? Let's just put the side that he's going to. If he doesn't, would you like to place that a place bet? is going to fucking riot? No, no, no. I'm talking a hypothetical yeah. here. That place would fucking riot, and then it would start putting it to be like, okay, 
So maybe Roman's going to start trying to break that Bruno San Martino record of like eight years as champion. You know, that would be stale as fuck, though. I think that would be horrible because for the wrestling product. back then was not as often. No, like yeah. they did town to town. It wasn't on TV. Yeah, it was a lot different yeah. then. But like, bro, like his reign that he's got right now, no pun intended, is historic. Yeah, for for this time period yeah. of wrestling, and it's like Cody Rhodes, man. I love Cody Rhodes. I think he's the shit. He's the man. I know you don't particularly care for him, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's is he growing on you at all. No, he's just. I'm not a fan of him. I see him as like, I can see his talent. I can see the caliper he is. I'm just not particularly a fan of his. Like, I can put him in that, like, title run category. Would you take him more seriously if he didn't have that neck tattoo? Possibly. The neck tattoo is fucking dumb. A lot of people think that neck tattoo is fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. I think Cody will probably be the one to end that streak, but it'll be interesting if he's not. And then who would it be? Who would it be? You know, you know who I think needs to be champion eventually. Like if Cody wins, who needs to beat him? A co- like or who needs to get the champions a few more times? Fuck John, John Cena. Fuck Ric Flair. Randy Orton should have that record. Yeah, I could see. Randy that. Orton's the man, and Randy Orton's been around long ass time. He's never strayed. You know, like it would be cool. If Cena broke Flair's record as the 16 time, if, one of, if he became the 17 time or whatever, I would rather see Randy Orton do it personally. Yeah. You know who I would like to see brought back into that title category? Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he's got a thing going on right now with Sheamus. Yeah. Like they're like the Bang Bros or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The, or the, they were going to call them the Banger Brothers, but then yeah. they found out about Bang Bros and they were like, oh, we can't call them that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that shit was funny in commentary because one of them kept saying oh. it, and the other one was like, "You can't say that on anymore." <laughs> oh yeah, that was a uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, was like the Banger Brothers, and he's like, "Well, we can't. We're not going to call them that anymore." And he goes, "Why?" And he goes, "Well, yeah." And then he, Pat McAfee's like, "Oh, uh, oh, okay." Yeah, like on a live fucking yeah. Royal Rumble. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I would like to see Drew McIntyre back in it. Um, like you say, he kind of has his own thing going on now. Who else? I mean, like Brock, but I feel like that's kind of played out. I feel like Brock's title running days are over. I guarantee you Brock wins that title again at least one oh, more I'm time sure before he, he retires. I'm sure he will, but I he, don't see him as like a, a... He's an attraction guy. I don't see him as a mainstay on the roster for like title defenses and stuff like that. You know, He's a... Oh, bro, before... Before you got back into it, there was a time when Brock was champion and you wouldn't see him for fucking months. Yeah. There just wouldn't be a championship match because Brock was gone. Yeah. Because he had a, you know. And I think Triple H is smart enough to not allow that to happen. Yeah. Um, Who else? I mean, There's not a lot of caliber people at the moment. On not like universal champion level, no. Yeah, not yet, but we'll see about these new crops that are coming out in NXT. Yeah. Because you got, uh, what's his face? He's impressive. Braun Breaker, who is yeah. Rick Steiner's son. His his real, we've talked about this before. Yeah. They named him Braun Breaker. And his legal name is Rex Steiner. Which is the perfect wrestling name. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, didn't he say he wanted to separate himself from his dad and his uncle? That, that might be. But, like, bruh, you look 
and sound just fucking like him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, just fucking no getting around it. put the leather jacket and the fucking wrestling thing on your ears and just fucking do it. Yeah, he looks just like his dad and he sounds just like Scott. Yeah. Scott's so, bicep was always fucking weird to me. It yeah, always looked really weird. It always looked fucking weird to me. Um, so, anyways. Do you think anyone like like an Austin Theory would ever be able to make like universal championship status? Yeah. You think so? With with the right time, the right push, the right angle, absolutely. I think he's too green now, like too young to really. He's too young, bro. Yeah. But, but give him like some time. like Randy Orton first started. Randy Orton was green as fuck when he first oh, yeah. started in evolution and back in those days. But, dude, look at him now. Yeah. Now that he's a fucking, you know, he's not a boy anymore. He's a fucking man. Yeah. And Austin Theory will get there, man. Austin Theory is real good for his age, though. Yeah, he's good. And he's he has an amazing physique, I will say. Like, he has a yeah. he's a good-looking dude. Voice does not match the way he looks. No. That's like, why I think age you, will age will help him. Help with yeah, the, Yeah. Because, like, you look at Austin Theory and you look like he's probably going to be like, Hey, my name's Austin. How you doing today? And like when he talks, he's like, "Yo, all day, baby, all day." Yeah, like super deep. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, I don't um, know. There's not a lot of like, and not there's not like what's the what's the one? Almost the giant motherfucker who can't wrestle for shit. No. I was just saying, no, don't put the title on him. No, he can't no. wrestle. We don't need another great colleague situation. No. Um, who's the one? The really big black guy, like the fat black guy. He was in the Rumble. The fat black guy. I swear the there was one. There was a guy in guy. the Rumble. I, dude, I I'm drawing a blank. I don't know who you're talking about. There was a, I know the Otis was in there, and he's a fat white guy, but I can't think of any fat black guys on the main roster. Maybe I'm thinking of another. Um an older rumble that I watched. Maybe it was Otis I was thinking of. I'm thinking of fucking... The fuck is his name? That dude. Viscera? Yeah. I was uh, a... Big Daddy V? Of rumble I watched a while back. I think I am thinking of Otis. But I don't see somebody like Otis getting uh, getting over like that either. There's just not... not right there's now. just not a lot of like... What I call heavyweight title caliber... Like, Edge could maybe make a run, but I don't think he's got... Let me tell you this, son, though. With the right push, and the way they're pushing him right now is not the right push, no. in my opinion. But Chad Gable... Oh, yeah. ...could be, like, a Crispin Wall-level smaller guy who beats the fuck out of people. I see him as, like... I just see Chad Gable as, like, great value Kurt Angle. That's just how I see him. Dude, anybody who's associated with Olympic stuff is going to be great value Kurt Angle compared to Kurt Angle. But like you say, he's not, you can't compare him to Kurt Angle. He's not getting any kind of push, really. He's like... No, he's in that team with Otis, and they're just like, shoosh. He's like half a step above a jobber. But he has the potential to be a bad motherfucker. Yeah. It's just, there's I mean, he could, he could drive a fucking milk truck out to the ring. Fucking spray everybody with milk. So, for Jeff's sake, yeah, we'll move. Well, let's move on for some rest. Yeah. From so- some sorry, Christina, I know how much you love the wrestling talk, but Jeff said enough's enough. Yeah. Um, what is your song of the week, my good sir? My song is "Unsteady" by X Ambassadors. All right. It was a song. It's popular. It was on the radio. I'm sure you've heard it. I don't listen to the radio. It's like that song. It's like 
hold on, hold on to me, because I'm a little unsteady. It's a good song. You should check it out. You would like it, I think. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. Um, my song of the week is Tech 9 Worldwide Choppers. The song just goes fucking hard. You like fast rap? It'll give you fast rap. So uh, that brings us to a community questions, which are very light this week, which is okay because I'm tired. Yeah. Um, so this first one comes in from Kana. Your friends are trying to summon your spirit. Oh, I also, I put one in the questions that we need to reference the picture for. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, you're trying, your friends are trying to summon your spirit. What three items would they need to summon you? Uh, pizza, some kind of video game, and some kind of F1 merchandise or something. That'd be my three things, I think. What about you? Me? Dude, you put down a cheeseburger bag of weed and a guitar yeah i'll be there or you put down like just a copy of oblivion a copy of skyrim and like a cute picture of a frog i'll be there as well should i there's all kinds of things that you could use to summon me i love all kinds of things should i say it i don't like frogs that's okay man i mean everybody has their things that they don't like like cute cute like fake frogs are cute but actual frogs not a fan I don't like anything that's like slimy. Fair enough. Even snakes, even though they're not slimy, they look slimy. And they move without having legs or arms, and that's unnatural. It goes against God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a good question from Jeff. So you find yourself in the world of Final Fantasy. We'll say Final Fantasy XIV. What job class are you going to specialize in? I don't know what the job classes are. I don't play Final Fantasy. I will read them to you really quickly. Is there a blacksmith? Or is this a different kind of uh, job? There, There is a crafting class that is a blacksmith, yes. That would probably be my answer then. So you don't have to read them. I would just be a blacksmith. No, I'm not going to let you pick a job class. you got to pick an actual. Like He wants to know what are you going to be like fighting-wise. And I think I know what your answer is going to be. Blacksmith. That's my answer. I'm not fighting. So, I'm going to just be back at the house making swords and shit. So your choices are? And blacksmith isn't even on this list, so <clears throat> you, that's not a choice. Um, you have paladin, warrior, the one that I think you'll choose, dark knight, and gunbreaker. Then you have a white mage, a scholar, an astrologian, and a sage, which are your healers. And then you have your melee DPS. You got monk, dragoon, ninja, samurai, and the other one that I think that you might would choose, which is reaper. And then you have uh, your physical range damage, your bard, your uh, mechanist or your machinist excuse me and dancer magical range dps you got black mage summoner red mage and blue mage now you might like blue mage because like blue mage you get attacked by a monster that uses its special attack you have a chance of learning that move and then being able to use it yourself which one which class uses a hammer and an anvil to make weapons man i would say probably dark knight yeah then probably dark knight all right well there you go i want to be batman let's see i would just run around there being like i'm batman i'm batman i'm batman um my choice would be either gunbreaker or samurai for myself i like gunbreaker just because they use gun blades and i love gun blades and then samurai is my main and i know it the most so (laughs) i would kind of know what i'm doing all right, what we got next? 
Um, this one comes in from Jeff as well. Which food from a video game would you love to eat in real life? So I have and one. I have an easy answer. I have one that. answer that's kind of cheating, but that fucking pizza from the fucking Ninja Turtles, that gooey ass fucking pizza, that shit always looks really good. Yeah. So what about you? What's your uh, easy answer? Tep the teppanyaki from Yakuza Zero. Oh yeah. Like, oh man, it looked so fucking good, bro. Mm. Yum. What? Do you have any others? Or is that just the uh, one? Let's see. Because I know that that cheeseburger in the beginning of the Resident Evil Two remake looks fire. What about the fucking uh the Big Bang Burger challenge burgers? You wouldn't want those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. From, from Persona Five, I would absolutely try to eat one of those. What else? What would I want? At, that, at that point, that is a burger cake. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking a monster of a burger. Uh, I don't know because I don't. I'm not that adventurous with food, so I don't know what games have sweet shit in them, like cake and ice cream and stuff. Candy Crush. <laughs> Ooh, that fucking cake. Uh, cook serve delicious. That fucking cake that Princess Peach makes for Mario when you finish in uh, Mario sixty four. I bet that's pretty fucking oh. dope. I thought you were going to say the cake from Portal. And I was going to be like, I'm sorry, but that cake is a lie. I've never played Portal. so. Oh, Jeremy, I think you would actually... Probably not. You like would probably like, probably like Portal 2 better because Portal 2 looks way better. I think you might like it. Do you like puzzle games? Mm, hit or miss. Depending. Hit or miss. You might like Portal 2. Um, I, would, I would say it would be worth you trying. Yeah. If you ever saw it for cheap or anything. On I mean, it's wherever. all Game Pass. Oh, bro, yeah. Give it a shot. Dude, I got I so many like games it. to play, and I don't have Dude, any... I'm not telling you to play it tomorrow. I don't have any desire to play those games. Um, so... Tomorrow, do I'll you play wanna do the, Do you want to do the Clarkson's Farm question first, or do you want to do the toilet question first? Uh, I'll go ahead and do Jeff's question. Yes, if I finish okay. Clarkson's Farm. Yes, I did finish it. It was good. Um, I feel like the first season was a little better. But it was still really good, and I say everyone should watch it, regardless of if you're fans of Farming or Jeremy Clarkson or whatever, because it really does a good job to educate how hard life is for farmers nowadays, how much of a struggle it is to keep a farm running. Especially, like, it's in the UK, so especially in the UK, but it's it's not much different anywhere else in the world, and... I think it could educate a lot of people to like help more, you know? So definitely. And it's funny as shit to watch. Like it is fucking hilarious. I think everybody should watch it. Uh, where is it streaming? Amazon prime. Nice. And everybody in the world has Amazon prime. So, (laughs) um, all right. Well then the final question comes in from me. You didn't put a question though. You just posted the photo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, motherfucker. And here's my question, you piece of shit. <laughs> Given on this grid, so there's a picture of a toilet and there's a grid yeah. from A to J, 1 to 10. Roughly E and F5 are the center of the toilet. Yeah. Where do you aim when you where you piss? Uh, E5 usually, straight in the hole. Um, I'm the same way. Now, right into the water. If someone's within earshot that I don't want them to hear peeing, I'm going to go maybe like G7 like off to the side that's funny i go i do the same thing but i go the opposite i go more like g3 yeah g4 somewhere around in there 
I got a little bit of like even E2. I got a little bit of like counterclockwise twist in it. So it's just naturally feels right to go right with it. Well, yeah, and you fucking pee five streams or whatever, too, so I don't no. know fucking hear you. <laughs> I mean, that does happen after you fucking come and your dick hole gets stuck together. Maybe it's because you don't have fucking baby gravy. Maybe the baby gravy is the sticky part. Maybe. You're just shooting the water I out. <laughs> I don't know, but my dick ain't my dick ain't clamping it. Secondly, I'm not pissing in that toilet because that cat has evil in its eyes. You're going to pull your dick out and start pissing. It's going to jump up and claw your fucking nuts. Yeah, I think Willie was like, I'm going to piss on G10. Fuck that cat's face. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, dude, that leads us to just the the housekeeping, house cleaning, whatever you would like to call it. Um, You got anything else you want to cover before we do that? Um, No. Yeah, I'm about there with you, man. I'm tired. It's one o'clock in the morning yeah i'm ready for some more food like i ate a little snack because i was hungry before we recorded now i'm like ready for food so oh, i'm uh, dying for my so schedule being fucked up i'm ready to go to sleep so i'm not hungry anymore yeah well unfortunately i'm gonna be up for another few hours so i'm gonna eat some soup lift my dumbbells and play some monster rancher but if you would like to send us an email you can find us over at yet another bs pod at gmail.com you want to check us out on facebook facebook.com slash groups slash yet another bs podcast over on Twitter, we are at YabsPod. He is at Just Call Me Jezza. I am at Super Nerd Dalton. You can check out the website, which is very behind. I do apologize. YabsPod.wordpress.com. And if you would like to donate to the show and help support us, that would mean the world to me, especially with uh, work cutting my hours recently. That's been some shit. So, uh, Patreon. <clears throat> and I do want to say, actually, that uh, recently the Patreon money did help me pay a bill. And I really fucking appreciate that so uh patreon.com slash yabs pod uh i really hope that fart got picked up by the microphone <laughs> with an extra special shout out to these people who donate five dollars or more a month um what well, yeah uh jeff Kana, megan team retrogue and ostara um you can donate a dollar a month and get shouted out i believe but five dollars a month will get you that plus the extra bs and you get the episodes early which from us. we still owe you an extra bs this month so we're gonna get that knocked out yeah we'll, we'll hash that we'll out get you, we'll get you uh we'll get you squared up for extra bs maybe we'll do another black mirror retrospective or something maybe we'll figure it out maybe we'll fart into the microphones you never know what yeah, you're going to get with note. us. For Jeremy, I'm Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>